This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. Hi guys, thank you for joining the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I wanted to jump on and record a little intro because thank you for sticking with me while my mic has been so garbage. Um, I finally got it working. I've done some troubleshooting. I just wanna get you the best audio quality. And for some reason, it just was sounding terrible. So this is probably the last podcast episode that you'll hear with pretty bad audio. The uh, intro that I'm recording now is on the fully updated mic situation, and it should be so much better. Um, So I just want to, you know, say stick in there, even though the audio quality is not great. The information is wonderful. (laughs) So I can say that. Um, Ignore the audio and then every episode moving forward will sound much, much better. So thanks for sticking with me. And without further delay, here is today's episode of The Pitching Powerhouse. Thank you for being here. We're going to dive in. We are going to talk about successfully setting your end goals for your PR clients. So we are nearing Q3 and Q4. So we're kind of rounding the corner on the second half of the year. And it's time to start planning ahead for the rest of the year. As a PR pro supporting your clients, you want to be proactive, you want to get in there, you want to hone in on some specific goals, maybe switch up your strategy a bit and really cruise. So we're setting specific goals. We're going to work on generating epic results for your clients because we want them to stick around with us, you know, through the next year when they're considering their budgets for 2023. We want them to continue to earmark funds for your services. And that means providing stellar services so that your clients want to stick around. So, um, We want to figure out how to set the right goals for your clients so that you can really be strategic about landing those right features towards the end of the year. So we have kind of four steps for you. We're going to walk you through. And the first step is just carve out the time. So set aside time to plan. And when you're thinking about the end of the year, it's not enough to just kind of brainstorm and think you know, kind of in broad strokes about ideas, you need to set aside time dedicated to creating an action plan and take the goals the clients have and break them down into manageable next steps. So you can make the time to really focus on what you want to achieve on their behalf and how to achieve their goals through your services and the results that you provide. So I like to, this is my pro tip, I make an appointment with myself that is dedicated to goal setting. And I will actually set aside time in the calendar where I'll focus on goals and other things. I'll do an appointment per client and other things that we want to accomplish for these clients. 
and you put it in your calendar. Otherwise, it's kind of this abstract con uh, you know, concept, like, I'll get there when I get there. Um, but sometimes you don't get there because you're focused on other things. So for me, it has to be in my calendar in order to make it happen. So you are going to give really serious thought to the goals that you're setting and how they align with your client's overall business vision. And this could also be something I like to do it first um, and then go to our clients and find out from them what they're looking to accomplish in the second half of the year. Do they have product launches? Are they running any special gifts for the holiday season? Are they going to be launching anything new? What are they focused on and when is that happening? And then we back into the timing of that for sure. But it helps to kind of come to them with a strategy, almost like an agenda you want to walk through. And then you ask them the right questions to get the info you need to fill in the gaps. And you kind of round out your overall plan for the second half of the year. So if you want to talk to your clients and start thinking through the second half of the year, maybe starting in July, we want to talk through second half of the year, you can get on their calendar. And guys, this is the best way when we start doing this, we also do it again in November, but we start talking to our clients and figure out what we're doing that's really moving the needle for them, what they're looking to add for the new year. And it's awesome because you're going to leverage your relationships with your existing clients better than going out and trying to find new clients. It's a lot easier to kind of double down on your existing relationships, which I love because they're already happy. They already know what it's like to work with you. And this strategy has been working really well for us. But what you're able to do is figure out additional services that will help them um, further their goals, services that you offer, but you're adding services that also add to the fee. So, um, you know, you're not like nickel, it's never nickel and diming. It's really like bundling services to clients, so for clients so that you come back in the new year and you're just in there, you know, you're in there, you have a wide range of services that you're offering, you're building on the results that you got the previous year and you're really expanding your role with the company to make yourself indispensable you know and you can ask to join the clients in a meeting and you know first you're getting together with your team you're all brainstorming really locking in on you know what have they mentioned are their strategic goals let's kind of build out an agenda set a time to get on the phone with them to plan out the second half of the year and if they sell products, if it's a product-based client, you are gonna heavily focus on gift guides and we're gonna talk about that because it is time and it is it is time uh, in June, um, July, actually start starting to think about pitching gift guides. So we're gonna dive into that a bit, but make a, make a appointment with your team, make an appointment with your clients and just get in there, figure out what their goals are and how you can make them happen. And then step two is creating a Q3 and Q4 focused press plan. Um, and you may have already created a year long plan for each of your clients. And if you have used that to jumpstart the plan that's gonna really um, expand upon what your effort, efforts are gonna be in the second half of the year. If you haven't, it's time to make that plan. But 
the press plan lets you show what you're working on with the client. It'll also really show the clients that you have initiative, you've taken initiative, and you're making sure that they see you're being proactive, you're on top of pitch timing, asking for what you need, asking for the assets and, and resources you need when you need them so that you're not like, whoa, we missed gift guide opportunities because we didn't know what they were working on. We didn't have the assets we needed and we kind of missed those long lead gift guides, which is going to start happening for you pitching next month. And with this press plan, you show your clients you're ready to get ahead of the game for the year end and we're gonna collaborate with the client's marketing team. Hopefully they have one. When your clients have a marketing team, oh my God, it makes your job so much easier. They get it, they have things they're working on, they pass them on to you to uh, use PR as an opportunity to increase visibility for their initiatives. They have copy, they have different promotional um, concepts already worked into the calendar. And for PR, you get to align with that and just run with it. So it's really hard when a client doesn't have a marketing team. Um, it might be one of those red flags that you consider when you're vetting whether you want to work with a client or not. It's really hard to work with clients that don't have somebody focused internally on marketing. So you're going to work with these marketing teams and plan ahead for the essential holiday coverage. So in your plan, you're going to need a few layers. We're going to talk about three layers. So the first layer is like, this is set in stone. So what specific holiday, seasonal themes and trends are you going to cover for your client in Q3 and Q4? So we know that during this time, it's like end of year, um, pardon me, end of summer, Labor Day barbecuing that whole season, back to school starts in August, you know, really early. Um, and then you get into, you know, uh, Halloween, um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year. So these things are set in stone. They don't really change maybe some other things come into the mix we'll talk about those but those are like your it's your base layer right you're going to build on top of that so layer two are launches and marketing initiatives like i said this is where it's really key to get in with a marketing team because they're going to have the um plans in place the marketing initiatives they're planning for the end of the year and you're talking to your clients and getting that information from them you know they may tell you when they've already known about it for a long time but it would have been nice to have that six week even runway but if you don't ask you won't know and they may not be aware of your timing so you need to get on the get on the phone or do a zoom or get in person and ask them what they have coming up. They may not have specific dates locked down yet for the end of the year, but you could start to sense a timeline and get the best timeline based on you know what they're telling you, your, your ability to kind of figure out when things are gonna happen. And you're going to have to plan in advance to have enough time so you get these assets that you need for each launch, for each promotion that they're doing. You know, on our last call with a client, I remember asking them when they were gonna be launching their holiday gift sets and what those included. And they were able to let us know in general terms and they said they'd get back to us 
more specifically, but we can plan to launch these, you know, we have a rough idea of how much they're going to cost and who these gifts would be for. So we can plan around that. Um, and then we'll get the dates from the client, but at least we are figuring out and planning for that timeline. And you don't want to be left unprepared when it comes to year of end pit year end pitching um, because you need that solid runway. So you plan for long leads and you have the assets and resources, samples, images, the things you need, the information you need to really be ready to rock. And clients need to know that. So you're showing them initiative, you're planning ahead so that your team isn't left scrambling. And three, layer three, is start planning for long and short lead pitches and thinking about their hero products. So do they have certain hero products or current products on the line that they have that are their best sellers that align with certain times of the year? Like I said, that first layer, you have these specific holidays and seasonal themes and trends that are not changing. It's every year these publications have an annual cycle and they hit on those topics sometimes in the same way, sometimes in a different way, every single year. So think about that. And if you don't know what they have launching for the second half of the year, start to work in their hero products. Even if there are no upcoming product launches or projects for your client, you still have to pitch the media. It is your job when you are on retainer to keep your client's products relevant in the eyes of the media. So if they don't have anything new, you have to figure it out. And that means figuring out how to work their products, their services, whatever they have existing at the time into um, you know, fresh, relevant, timely ideas like Black Friday, gift guides, even if the client doesn't have anything new to work with. So you can repurpose existing things they have. You can take tips from the CEO, like what is their journey? How did they get here? You know, what's their how-to? What are their big ahas and takeaways that they discovered while building this business? And take those tips and even dig into one tip and expand on it and pitch that out as an article for business you know, business publications or trade publications or focusing on the CEO as like a tastemaker or an influential person in business and also pitching those tips out as um, like a list, you know, of how many seven things that I learned while building a multi-million dollar brand, something like that. Um, also consider taking an existing product and offer up a fresh way for people to use it. We had a client that was a prestige hair care brand. They had not launched anything in about two and a half years. And they had this really popular, when I say hero product, this was one of them. It was a hair mask in a tub, really thick and wonderful. And they um, were always selling out of it. And you know we knew that it was a fan favorite, but we came up with a way to take a bit of it, put it on a plate, put it in the microwave for, I don't know, like 30 seconds or whatever, and make it warm, like heat it up, and then apply it to your hair, wrap your hair in like a, a shower cap or saran wrap, I don't know who did that, but, and put your hair in a towel for 30 minutes, and now it's a heated, deep penetrating like hair mask, reparative hair mask. We got so much press for this existing product, 
The other thing I would say too, to kind of expand on this taking tips from the CEO, think about um, key opinion leaders or KOLs. So is there somebody that is well-respected in the media, like a doctor, or we have a client that's a breast pump, we have a lactation consultant, can that person be a genuine thought leader in that industry and work your client's product into those pitches in a genuine way? So the lactation consultant happens to be the advisor for the breast pump company. We had a whole discussion around cosmetic injectables, um, you know, like fillers and, and Botox type and neurotoxins. Sounds so weird you put that on your face. But having somebody that is a, a doctor, well-respected, you know, aesthetic dermatologist coming into the media, talking about trends they're seeing in their offices and aligning those products you know, sharing their expertise, but genuinely saying we like this thing because it lasts longer or it's less expensive and we can use more, you know, something like that. So that came up. So in addition to taking tips from a CEO, ask them if they have any key opinion leaders. Who is on their board? Who do they use to get information from, to have as their mouthpiece for the media and figure out what is happening in their world that they may know about and say, oh, you know what? In my office, this is happening left and right. And you're like, really? Ask them if they have any trends or insights. What are people asking for? And you can pivot that into a story and you can focus on a key opinion leader. And your clients will be like, oh, you know, KOLs. Yeah, we have, you know, it makes it makes you uh, look proactive and that you're really thinking outside the box. Okay. Um, another thing to do here, we're talking still on the third layer of your um, second half of the year press plan, highlight some of the benefits and ingredients that you that are included in your client's products that have maybe never been featured before, or it's like something that is like pumpkin, it's available in the fall. Um, we're kind of over pump, pumpkined out, but turmeric, something sort of fall, maybe it's fall colored. Um, what does it do? What does the ingredient do? What's remarkable about it? Um, oh, hello. Yes, I told you, Natasha, this is my, um, my, uh, it's a jumpsuit. Well, Ula Johnson jumpsuit. I'm living in jumpsuits these days because they're just comfortable. So thanks for noticing. Um, yeah. So you're going to focus on uh, second half of the year. You know, do you have anything like peppermint for holiday things? Figure out why your client includes that ingredient in their product and go to the media with that. And you're tying those ingredients back to kind of a timely relevant, or if it's something that is moisturizing, people have dry skin at the end of the year and then dry frizzy hair. So if you can get something uh, aligned with those stories that are timely, think about that, okay? So that would be the third layer. So now you have your first layer of what is set in stone, second layer of what your clients launches and marketing initiatives are, and third, starting to plan for those long and short lead pitches and layering in timely relevant pitches for that. Now you have your plan for the second half of the year. So step three is start pitching. Once you have your goals planned out and a press strategy in place, start pitching. Yes, seriously, because gift guides are really a huge opportunity in the second half. So being really focused on that in Q3 and Q4, and you have to be prepared. 
So think about this, long lead gift guide pitches will start five to six months before the holidays. And anyone who's pitched gift guides, you know this, you're like, Jen, this isn't new. If you haven't, or if you have missed these opportunities and you're not sure why, that is why. These are huge undertakings. They're reviewing tons and tons of products. They get overwhelmed with samples, overwhelmed with stuff. So you wanna get in and you wanna get in early. So you need to start thinking about it and start pitching long lead gift guides in July, August, and September. And many major publications close their holiday gift guide issues and that kind of pitch submission window, close them early, you know? So like August, early September. So you wanna be prepared, you know, you wanna think about those fall launches or those gift sets or items that are reasonably priced or stocking stuffers or for a specific person in your life because gift guides are centered around the recipient. So you want to just kind of think about those things and find out from the client. Do you have a holiday um, item that you're launching? I'm working with a client right now on a limited edition, like super, super limited edition item that is going to be a collaboration with another brand, very sparkly and lovely. We are working on that. And... Um, we're hoping to get it done for holiday and that would be something super cool to pitch. And so we would need assets, we would need samples of it or photography, price point, where is it sold? Um, but we're working on it. You know, we have a little time, not much. We probably will launch it after the new year, but thinking about clients working on those limited edition colorways, is it sparkly for the holidays? Is it in uh, a gift set with two other, you know, sample items? ask them that you need to know what their gift sets are and the short lead gift guides can be pitched all the way up until basically the week before christmas or if it's something that can be digitally downloaded up until you know day of like there's always those last minute gifts sometimes brands run holiday specials around free overnight shipping or sh overnight shipping for the cost of standard shipping so you would want to uh start pitching those things early, but if there are last minute, you know, overnight um, gifts for last minute shoppers, those happen really close to the, you know, deadlines. It's obviously better to be prepared in advance, but if you get a new client or something pops up, be prepared. There might be last minute opportunities that pop up um, and pounce on them. And also know your audience. Certain editors, especially for online publications, they don't start working on gift guide content until much later. You know, that's short lead. Online, online would be short lead. So that would be like October-ish. You can still pitch early to be ahead of the game, but make sure you've done your research so you can follow up at that right time. Not right after sending. You know, they might not be working on it. Maybe they file it away. You wanna have gift guide in your subject so that they, you know, gift suggestion or the word gift somehow so that they can file it away and they can search and find your email. A lot of them do that. Step four is hone your holiday pitching skills. So that's one of the best ways to prepare for the, sec uh, the third and fourth quarter and that ever important, always gonna be there gift guide coverage. And thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll see you guys really soon. Take care.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. If you're ready to up-level your pitching skills so that you can provide stellar services to your clients, you should think about joining the Pitch Lab. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. So the Pitch Lab is this awesome, incredible monthly membership experience where you will get the proven formula for crafting PR pitches that actually convert and get tons of strategic, timely pitch angles so you never run out of pitch ideas again. Oh, and you also get access to incredible monthly execution plans that save you hours of time and include irresistible pitch angles that the media cannot ignore. With relevant and timely strategies and topics for PR coverage during current events, holidays, monthly awareness observances, say that fast three times, seasonal events, and more, you'll be able to create PR content that makes your clients stand out, even if you are new to PR. So check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune into next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.